0: Tomorrow I'll be in Japan. Misato said she'd be here by noon.
1: Oh, Misato was the one in Germany before you, Mr. Kaji. I don't like her, though. She seems so fake all the time.
0: Shucks, I'm not gonna be able to see you anymore. That sucks big time. Mm.
1: I'm sure there'll be a long line of guys begging to be your boyfriend when you get to Japan. I heard the third children is a boy. Why don't you try getting along with him? I'm not interested in some dumb little kids. (laughs) The only one for me is you, Mr. Kaji.
0: I'm honored. I truly am. Come on, Mr. Kaji, I'm serious! I'd say yes a million times if you'd just ask me! Ask me to kiss you and do other things, too! Asuka, you're still a kid. You should wait until you've grown up before you get into that stuff.
1: Why? But why? I've grown up more than enough to be with you! I'm an adult! An adult! An adult! I'm an adult! Look at me! Please! Welcome to Tuning Japanese, the podcast where three dudes talk about anime. He's not going in the water Misato and idiot Shinji used to bathe themselves in. He's Andy. I put that as mine too. I liked it, so I used it. And his pride is in shambles. He's Bill.
0: I just cannot get all these lions to work together.
1: That's a good joke. That's a good fucking joke. <laughs> it's one of those good jokes where I can't say anything, but that's a good fucking joke. <laughs> and my name is Matthew and i'm here to say i wish this episode would go away it's not that i hate it but maybe i do perhaps together i can make it through it's not that i'm dumb or averse to the plot i'm just not much for critical thought <laughs> now into this episode let's get tappin' cuz the listeners ain't here for such white rappin' <laughs> boy <laughs> that was quite the introduction i love it welcome everyone hi guys Hi.
0: Hello.
1: Hello, hello. <laughs> this is another episode of Toonie Japanese, where this week we are going to get a little weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a Asuka Spotlight episode. Uh-huh. We learn a lot about Matt's favorite character. <laughs> it's something, folks. And it's my week to try to dissect and figure out what the heck is happening in this anime. Thank goodness. You know, I've watched this episode now, I think, three times on this rewatch. Yep. I really actually like this episode a lot. I have problems with it. Like, well, I'll I'll go over, but I think generally I like this episode. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's just get into it then. Well, before we do, I do want to very quickly, uh, if anyone has any nerd news, uh, I just want to mention very quickly, I'm going to go very, very quickly into my nerd news this week, because it probably is going to be, Not as important uh, when, you know, this comes out. But a Pokemon trailer dropped recently for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And the internet is obsessed with a cute little pig named Lechonk. Lechonk? Yes. (laughs) It's just a pig named Lechonk. And the memes are everywhere. Is that one word or two? One word. Uh, Lechon is actually the Spanish word for pig. So they're pl- like the this is set in Spain. This particular game, a the sort of like fictionalized version of Spain, and it's just this cute little pig, and the oh. internet is obsessed with it. And but
0: if it's in Spain, they're gonna eat that pig. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm oh, gonna... I'm waiting for that pig to turn into like a scary ass boar when it evolves. But yeah, it's lechonk.
0: I don't know if it's cute.
1: I think it's pretty adorable. I think I would die for that pig.
0: It it's a it, it is definitely a pig.
1: Even though I love Lechonk, I absolutely, absolutely love Smoliv, which is just a small olive. And it's just, <laughs> it, it is, like, Pokemon is running out of ideas, but I, <laughs> I... fucking love Smoliv. I think it's S-M-O-L-I-V. And it's just, like, it, it's mouth. Look at its mouth. Its mouth is amazing. Okay, okay.
0: I am looking at Smoliv.
1: What do you think of Smoliv? <sighs>
0: that thing is...
1: What? <laughs> I'm all here for Smoliv.
0: Just upsetting.
1: (laughs) They're my two favorite Pokemon from this reveal. They revealed, like, four new Pokemon. And uh, Smoliv might be my favorite. Followed closely by Lechonk. Pokemon Direct, or uh, not Direct, Trailer, really cool. Biggest announcement aside from those two Pokemon that I'm going to mention is that there's going to be, it is going to be a non-linear open world game. So the first Pokemon game where you don't have to go in order of, like, town-to-town, gym-to-gym. And... It is going to have four-player co-op online play. Huh. Big changes for Pokemon. November, mid-November comes out, I think 18th is the date. I'm very excited. That's all I wanted to say about Nerd News. Um, If either of you have anything, you can jump in. Otherwise, we'll get into this episode.
0: Uh, I don't think I got anything.
1: Go look at Smalliv. Any everyone out there right now, stop what you're doing, go look at Smalliv. Hit pause.
0: My entire nerd budget has been uh, tied up in building Gundam models, so...
1: I know, I saw piles of plastic in your living room. <laughs>
0: I bought six more Leos from Gundam Wing yesterday, so I can have a whole lance of them. Oh, God, that's awesome. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Bill. Gundam! Oh, a-, oh, a lance is, <laughs> is uh, from Battletech,
1: battle it's eight mechs. <laughs> oh, Christ. Matt, you got anything for us this week? Uh, there's a new anime coming out called... Uh, Ayakashi triangle that I'm interested in, but it's probably gonna turn out to be one of those really lewd shows. <laughs> so it's not well, like. That kind of triangle. <laughs> okay. I was thinking, my brain went to like, uh, Project Triangle Strategy or whatever that video game was that came out of Square Enix a little while ago. Uh huh. So this is like a different kind of triangle. No, it's about a, it's about an, a boy ninja who gets turned into a woman by a cat Ayakashi. So. Like a oh, mix between that one anime you had us watch, um, with the ha. with the cat, and then um, Rama? kinda yeah. The cat actually looks very similar to that cat from uh, Natsume's Book of Friends. That's it, Book of Friends. Yes. You know, in, in
0: retrospect, that wasn't that bad of a of an anime.
1: No, Natsume was really good.
0: Probably still not my vibe, but it wasn't that bad. It didn't hurt.
1: No, most of the shows we've tuned into I want to get back to. I just haven't had time yet. Time is a fickle, fickle thing. But although this is a gender bender title, it's probably going to do what I, That's when I mean, that's something I like, it's going to do something I don't like as well, which is going to be like super etchy, probably. More than likely. I know Japan. When does that come out? Do you have any idea? Like soon, you said? Uh, Sometime next year is all we got. Okay, nice. Oh, but uh, Kentaro Yabuki is the creator's name. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, he, the creator of Two Love Roo. So yeah, I am in for that. I don't know what that is, but I will take your oo as either a good or a bad oo. It depends on who you're talking to. Okay. Very yeah, etchy, sexy, and comedy antics. I think we need to get into something very unsexy, which is this episode of Evangelion. <laughs>
0: Stewie's sexy party. Oh,
1: thank goodness. All right. Well, this is episode 22 we're going to be talking about today, uh, which is titled Staying Human. Staying Human. I don't get it. Maybe as we move on, I'll get it. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna get deep and intellectual here. Our cold open this time. We wish you don't get a theme song at all this episode, by the way. Uh, we get a cold open with clouds crossing a beautifully drawn full moon. Uh, I love this intro, uh, sort of sort of visual. This is taking place on an airfield, at an airfield or whatever in Germany, where Asuka is waiting to be taken to Japan by Misato. Yeah. Um, she's waiting with Kaji. And surprise, she says she hates Misato, because Misato seems like a big old fake. Fake? <laughs> yes, I think uh, <clears throat> a little bit of a projection or something going on there, I think.
0: yeah, You know, not to, t- to take Asuka's side or give this anime any credit at this point. But Masato herself called herself fake early on. She did. Ah. She pointed out that she was uh, hoping Shinji wouldn't see through her crap.
1: That's true. That was pretty early on. And uh, I think think generally Asuka is, is lover or hater, which we know where both Matt and myself stand. Very opposite polar ends. She's a very observant character. I think she can read people really well. But not herself. But not herself. Yeah, well. Which is kind of the point of this episode,
0: if this episode has a point.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. I think I think it does. We'll get there. We'll get there. I don't I don't know if I fully agree with that statement that she that she uh, is what you say, but we'll we'll as we get on, we'll see if I All right. So, she tries to hint that she wants a sort of going away present from Kaji. Yeah. Who there to his is. credit as always deflects and tries to hook her up instead with Shinshi. Perhaps you'll find a boyfriend when we get there. I
0: don't love that he he does any of that at all, <laughs> but at least he's not acting on it.
1: No, he's a lot of things, but taking advantage of a young woman like this is not one of those things. Yeah, he yeah. probably should have at this point. He probably should have just given her a complete and total absolute smack down on the whole notion.
0: Yes, that that would be the responsible thing would be for him just to completely shut her down.
1: But Yeah, well, she goes for it hard here. And we get flashes of her time in Japan and she screams about being an adult. Yeah. And this cuts into a flashback of blood splattered, a blood splattered doll with its head ripped off. We get to our title card, no opening intro theme, but we get our show title card, I should say. Yeah. Uh, we cut to a graveyard where little Asuka is watching someone get buried. We, I soon kind of figure out that it's Asuka's mom because her dad is talking about a test subject who loses who loses their life uh which referring to her mom uh, apparently there was a suicide from a contact with something that ruined her mind yes huh? some that's what i got down something about a contact experiment that caused a mental breakdown in her
0: gee i wonder what that could have been
1: <laughs> yeah it's um it's interesting considering what happens to oscar in this episode
0: yeah, I mean, certainly
1: that's the like. Uh, yeah, there's 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 a there's a connection here between what happens to her later on and what might have happened to her mom. Yeah. Whatever whatever experiment was, you know, maybe connected with angels. I'm sure it was. Yeah,
0: sure. Certainly.
1: Certainly. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. We get a shot of the doll <laughs> again, and this time it's being cradled by Oscar's mom, who believes the doll to be. Asuka. She doesn't know the difference anymore. No, yeah, sure, no. her mind is gone. Yep. We get a bit from her dad about her mother putting her... I, I heard that even her mama thought her mind was gone. <sighs> oh. <sighs> mama said, all right. Um. We get a bit of her dad kind of talking about how, you know, his wife, Asuka's mom, put everything of herself into her work. Uh, Didn't really have a lot of time for Asuka. We get some weirdness about dolls and humans being the same because dolls are made by people to uh-huh. look like people. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's people who need to kind people. Of <laughs> that idea of like objectification, right? Where like we, 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 we see ourselves in things and we create ourselves in things. Or
0: even sure that the God created man in his own image. So. Oh, we, yeah. Yeah. It's like we,
1: she's, <laughs> she say maybe and it's like, that's. Maybe God created us in his own image. Well, that's maybe not that that phrase is nothing new to anybody.
0: Yeah. I guess I don't know that for sure, but yeah, that's
1: I mean, that that phrase takes on different meaning though in a world where they're literally fighting things that they're that they believe to be actual angels or they're using iconography and, and I still don't
0: know. They actually believe them to be angels so much as
1: I mean, they call the first angel Adam. Like there, there's definitely like I think there's this fear with the inclusion of these like otherworldly cthulhu cthonic or whatever like creatures Uh that like humans maybe are just insignificant like did god really make them to be like them or like look at these like much more powerful things i think there's something to be said there about like a fear of like what what is god created and what is not and that's maybe why they use that term angel yeah yeah sure i just i kind of hate this whole conversation I love it. I'm not a religious person, but like I I love talking about like the concepts and the ideas of like
0: like Yeah, the, cosmology and Yeah,
1: and... like especially within like like fiction and literature. I love a good story that's got like a Christ figure and and uh I love love all of it. It's so good. Now,
0: have we talked about this? I think maybe I've asked you in the past. I don't remember. Have you read
1: the Bible? I've only read bits and pieces. I've not actually sat down to read the Bible.
0: Because no. You know, as you're so focused on literature, mm-hmm. for for good or ill, like it or hate it, what has had more effect on literature and thought?
1: Oh, I don't disagree. What
0: what one book is more, at least, uh, uh, important social scale?
1: Oh, for sure. It's what I tell my students when you know, like my my when we talk about like illusions. You know, like biblical illusions are in everything that we read. Right. This whole Evangelion is is has is just filled with these biblical illusions when students tell me things like, well, I don't know anything about the Bible and like, like, I don't really care. Like, how am I supposed to know these things? And I'm like, these are the most important kind of connections and illusions you need to make when you're, when you're analyzing literature because of, because of that prominence, because of it being such a, a a text that has such cultural significance, whether you believe or you don't believe is, 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 is is isn't significant to that conversation? Right.
0: Exactly. Mm.
1: I feel like I'm in a classroom with (laughs) you. (laughs) <laughs> it's, uh, you should hear me talk about Slaughterhouse-Five. We go really deep into how Billy Pilgrim is a Christ figure. We're kind of left to believe that the dad and the woman that the dad's talking to... Mm-hmm. Hello, nurse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Before the moaning sounds themselves, but, like, <laughs> like, like yes.
0: it's hinted... I mean, <laughs> they're slamming Eldritch abominations into each
1: other. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they, they... This starts so quickly, he must have been cheating on his wife before she ever got in the hospital. I wonder... Maybe he's just that or, good. Or, <laughs> just... or as soon as she went in the hospital and she lost her mind, he's like, well, she's as good as dead, might as well fool around. <laughs> that's that's what I think more of what it is. it's it's uh, To go back to my literature references here, it's like when Edgar, Allan Poe, when Edgar Allan Poe's mom died and he went to go live with the Allens, and uh, his, his adopted mother... Um, was sick in bed with tuberculosis and the dad was like, well, she's pretty much dead. I'm just going to fuck around with other <laughs> women in, in the house with the mom there. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, you know what Edgar Allan's favorite sandwich is? Ooh, I don't know. What is it?
0: A po' is it a boy. A po'
1: boy? Gah, you guys got me.
0: <laughs>
1: I love it. Um, we ha- we head over to, to Nerve HQ. Nerf. This is all in her mind as she's in the middle of a sync test. Right. And that's when we get the episode title card.
0: Got, it. Got to have a title card.
1: Got to have our second title card. <laughs> Since Asuka's sync rate is down, they've decided they're going to put their efforts and their resources into fixing Ray's unit zero. And while that's going on, they're also fixing up unit one. And Masato is talking about how they're all linked to Adam. And I don't know who yes. the they is, if that's the, the, the Avas or humans or... I assume the Avas. We had a little thing inside Asuka's mind where she's saying she won't cry and she'll think for herself. Yeah, that is something that's going to be throughout the rest of this episode when she gets kind of stuck in her own mind, literally, later on. This episode is driven by the idea of what her identity is Uh and how her identity was shaped and changed at such an early age by her parents and what happened to them, whether that's her mom you know, losing her grip on reality, whether that was before that where she was putting herself too much into her work and wasn't a mom. There's a lot of that sort of like estranged parenthood Obviously, going on here, obviously, first and foremost, obviously, with Shinji and and Gendo. But we saw it with uh, Ritsko, right? Where she was like, her mom had three personalities, and she sucked at being the mom part. Right. Just something about what uh, Asuka says makes me think that she's confusing emotion and thought. That's interesting. I think there's a lot of shots of her as a child where maybe that mixing up is she doesn't know what proper emotions are. You know, the idea of nature and nurture, like, she wasn't nurtured properly. Right. Things got got barred when she was pretty, pretty young. Which is why she spends all of her time trying to act far more mature than she actually is because she wants to be seen as an adult because she's been thrust into that world of being on her own and being an adult her whole life. Yeah. Which is why she's so upset when Kaji, who she sees on her level, because she's been an adult in her mind for a very long time, being, you know, like, I don't want to be with you. You're just a kid. That's why she gets so pissed off about the whole thing. She's like, I'm not a kid. I haven't been a kid since my mom offed herself. Right. Mentally. Physically. Correct. Yeah. There's, difference. there's, there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's a difference. Oh, I agree. I'm just saying this is where her where her perception is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm just working on working that out. For sure. No, totally. hundred percent. Like, she at least thinks she's matured mentally. Yes.
0: Right. I mean, you could say that about any kid of this age. They definitely think they're more mature and smarter than they are. That's, that's why this shit, you know, bad shit happens to them. Because they make dumb choices because they think mm-hmm. they can handle it.
1: Well, when you think about our three children characters in, like, their main three pilots in this, like, all three have baggage that has robbed them of a traditional childhood. Yeah. You know, whether it's whether it's yeah. Ray who is what Ray is, which we'll yeah. get more of in the next episode, episode twenty-three, tears. You know, and even get some of it in this episode where like Asuka continuously calls her nothing more than a doll.
0: She's so so mad that Ray doesn't seem to have any emotion. Yes. She right. doesn't seem to be hurt the way that Asuka is.
1: And at the same time, like maybe the reason Asuka's so upset about that is her lack of understanding and being able to regulate her emotions she just takes her emotions instead of with no emotions, she takes them to the 10th level of like i'm going to ramp this shit up to, to to be angry all the time
0: well yeah clearly yep. she does not have control of her emotions
1: yeah we also learn from one of the crew that the avas or sorry that avas all the way through number 13 are currently under construction all around the world yeah yep. and they talk about the increased money flow and the possibility of multiple angel attacks all at once as being a reason why they're constructing them all. But Masada ain't buying that shit.
0: I think that's definitely a possibility. Maybe that's not why they're doing it, but it sure seems like that could happen. These angels actually get smart.
1: If they decide to uh, Mongolian hordes. us. The angels are, I don't want to say evolving, but like they are changing their tactics a lot as this anime goes on. You know, yes. like we've, they've tried different things and each one has. You know, again, humans, humanity's had to adapt to try to outsmart them. Case in point, this episode where it's like, "Well, fuck it, then we just won't go into the atmosphere where they can actually hit us."
0: Yeah, yeah. if they could just get over the ninja paradox.
1: Yeah, yeah, just attack more than one. Yeah. War from a distance. Yes, it's always yes. preferable.
0: Or both. If this one and the and the orbital bomber got together, and the the overrider all got together
1: this is what makes us angels we'll talk about later on so scary that like it it's not an enemy that they can effectively take on it's, it's an illness it's a it's a nuclear detonation it's a it's it's its those things that we fear most as humans right like that cause us that anxiety that fear you know we're we're getting ahead of ourselves let's let's keep going with the episode of where we're at here yeah, i'm right, feeling right, right. really deep here today i've got a lot to contribute apparently please, <laughs> please yes so over to asuka she's tries calling Kaji, and obviously we don't, we know, but she doesn't know what happened to Kaji. Uh, Kaji ain't gonna be answering her calls anytime soon. Uh, She spots Shinji and Rei, and has only sour words for how they can act like nothing has happened to them. And uh, she shows more jealousy towards Shinji for besting her. How dare he do better than me? Yeah. Sorry to break it to you, Asuka, but you're uh, the tertiary main character. (laughs) Fair enough. So, they all have a tense dinner together. And where Asuka is Asuka. May I just say... Yeah, please. Pen-Pen! My one relief from this whole series. My beloved Pen-Pen. I
0: have a question about Pen-Pen. Oh, actually. please! Because I know he's wearing that, like, collar jetpack thing. Yes. yes. <laughs> Today is the day I noticed it says, like, into the... Second power. Yeah. Or N2. Is he wearing a nuclear bomb vest?
1: <laughs> I, I'd never thought of that, but uh, I... Well, you see, but Pen Pen, yeah, he used to work for the Penguin, okay. <laughs> well, Pen Pen, to be fair, when they write his to name, they, they usually write it Pen <laughs> Squared, so to I wonder, I wonder if the N2 is just, like, part of his name. Oh, so it was
0: like pen. That's why I just saw the n on. You the end you of might have saw the n on pen, on pen. two. Cause I know
1: that I know I saw okay. something written where it was pen p e n yeah. with a two as a. They didn't, as a they didn't have enough room to write pen pen, so they just wrote pen to the second power. So, oh uh, okay, not I just saw s- n two not, and I was like, not to say there might not be something going on there with your line of thought either. It's very possible. This this is an anime where that is extremely possible. I mean, as we all know, pen pen is to bomb.
0: I would not be shocked if this anime blew up a penguin.
1: I just wouldn't. So Asuka gets a call from Germany. From her mom? Even though we know her mom's dead. But we know her dad had eyes on somebody else. Yeah. I mean, she not steals- just eyes on somebody else, probably most likely hands and P- other penis too. <laughs> he,
0: he put a penis on her.
1: Well, that doesn't do much. Good. <laughs> Let me just set this here. Uh, I mean. um, She steals the phone and goes full German mode. Yeah, so yeah. she's suddenly, happy, perky, delighted to talk to family. Yeah, Shinji's like, this isn't right.
0: <laughs> she's the only person that sounds less angry speaking German.
1: <laughs> <Am I> right? <laughs> she does sound so happy speaking in German.
0: <laughs> have you seen those, like, TikTok reels where somebody's, like, saying the same, like, three people, and they say it in English, they say it in French, and they say it in German? No, I have not. And it's like, it's like, butterfly, Papillon.
1: Oh, that's fucking golden. So Shinji isn't buying her weird turn of being happy, but she opens up that the person on the phone isn't actually her mom. She just kind of stops and realizes that she's opening up and telling things about herself to Shinji, and she can't possibly do that, so she stops herself. Yeah. Why should I be saying it? Why in the world am I telling you this? Telling, no, I, or like, no, oh, put the, yeah. uh, the emphasis wrong. Why am I telling you about this?
0: Yeah, I don't owe you an explanation. Mm-hmm.
1: That's okay. We cut to an obligatory bathtub scene where she doesn't want to use the same water as her two roommates or penguin.
0: No, she doesn't say anything about the penguin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> penguin water's fine. I can't knock her too much for not wanting to bathe in the same water that two people she's not even related to
1: used. That's more common in Japan. Okay, I wasn't even thinking about it like that.
0: Yeah, but they're not even her relatives. I mean, okay, I wouldn't really want to do it uh,
1: at all. <laughs> well, her even with my my family, the, but the way I was thinking of, of it was that the water is refilled, but whatever was left from previous bathing could st- was still in there. Not that they bathed in the exact same water for each of them. Oh, that was that was how I heard it. You're probably right though, because there are three people living together, and so I was probably like, we got to save water." I think there's a yeah. there's, there's something with that, but also along the lines of it just shows like how she's so disconnected from the rest of them and doesn't want like any she like goes on a whole tirade about all the different things that she doesn't want to do that like they have done. You know, I'm not gonna yeah. sit on a toilet that they've sat on. I'm not gonna wash my clothes in the same machine with them. You know, like all these things.
0: And that one seems maybe a
1: little. I think I think the reasons for her saying these things is going to come up in a few minutes. Yeah, we go back to Oscar's testing. Her sink rate has dropped even further at this point. Don't worry, it's not her period though. Yeah, she she's on her period, but that's not the problem. No, the problem is not somewhere in her subconscious. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, that was less than a few minutes, but there, there we go. I like since she's on her her period, she doesn't want to mix her stuff with Shinji and Misato's and all that. Maybe that's what I was. I'm yeah, thinking.
0: but she thinks they're like like it's not like I don't I don't think that.
1: You know, she's all about displacement. Asuka is. Let's just let's just put a period at the end of the sentence and move on. I see what you did. There. <laughs> Sorry, that was a Matt level joke. Uh, so, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> no, actually, it wasn't as good as yours. All right. It seems that Masato and Ritsuko aren't all sunshine still. By the way. No. Yeah. The sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. They have a bitter moment where I think it was Ritsuko says something about playing house. And then yep. Masato's like, at least I don't substitute children with cats. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Damn. cat lady. And then Asuka <laughs> laments being a woman and having her period and all of that. Yes. Because she doesn't even want children, so why should she have to suffer through this stuff? I'm sure there are people that could relate to that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Not that anybody here knows, but... Uh... How old do you have to be to get your tubes tied and all that stuff it's
0: no i I do kind of know this it's I think you've you have to at least be eighteen, but most doctors won't do it if you don't have kids yes or if you're not married that's correct um, even with some medical issues my wife had before they did any of that surgery they had to like they wanted my permission and I'm like,
1: I don't fucking not my problem it's not my fucking body, yeah, yeah. okay, well, that says a lot about the current state, doesn't it yeah. yes, it do. Yes, they do. Yeah, they, yeah. All right. So this is where we get our elevator scene with Ray because she opens up the (laughs) elevator and there's Ray. Yay. Let's save our, on our animation budget for about a minute. But they don't because this episode is 29 minutes long. It is. Yes. This is a 29 minute episode. They didn't even have the intro and it's 29 minutes. They didn't need all of this. This was a purposeful choice a, to have this scene.
0: On a better done show, I could see where that scene would build a lot of drama yes. attention.
1: Oh. I wrote the same thing in my notes. I said I get the dramatic reasoning behind it, but it just pads out an episode that's already about a half an hour long. Okay, I did not even notice that. Yeah, and about half an hour episode. too long. Oh, shit. hot take. Quote I wrote down was Neva won't do anything unless you open your heart to it, uh, which was Ray who broke the uncomfortable silence. Which I really liked that line. Uh huh. Okay. You can't have play with your toys and have a scenario and have them interact with each other and have a story unless you put your heart into those toys, or something.
0: Jumping forward one scene a little bit though, as much as I hate to do it, I got to agree with Oscar a little bit on this one. Okay. 'Cause what's the point of a weapon that won't fight if you don't love it? Like that's that's <laughs> not what that's not what weapons are for. Correct. I agree. It's not what they do. Right. I'm saying Oscar was right. Yeah. I, I, hate, I hate that I have to say that, but Yeah. She was right for once.
1: Take the idea of weapon away from a tank, a gun, something like that, and replace it with an army. An actual unit of human beings, an army. Doesn't this then comment on the way that we treat human beings, right, as just another tool? Like this, this Ava is a living thing. Yes. Just like an a, a battalion, a, you know, some some unit of of some army or, or or navy or whatever is made of people, but the way that people treat them oftentimes, when it's time of war, is just okay, you're a means to move another inch on this map, or you're a means to put an end to this war or whatever, not caring about the the people, the hearts beating behind it.
0: Right, which, as much as I have no interest in it now because of the the writer, I mean, that's kind of the point of Ender's Game, mm-hmm. is, like, they wouldn't have made those choices, those hard, nasty choices, if they knew they were affecting real people.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, so I guess... Yeah, I guess maybe it's saying something here, but it all just feels so
1: ham fisted still. That's fair. It's hard for me to, to, to really get in there and <laughs> pull it apart. As, as I said in my rap, I'm not much for the critical thinking stuff. I love this stuff. This is like, this is my bread and butter. This is my degree. So this is like, this, this is where I'm just like, give me an episode like this and I will talk all day. I will rip this apart. I love it.
0: Also, <laughs> not to put too fine a point on it, but,
1: Kind of what we do. It's true. It's kind it's of the kind point of the podcast. <laughs> so this escalates to asuka saying that Ray would just kill herself if Akari ordered it, and Ray's like, "Yeah, I would." And I'm like, "Whoa, yeah. fuck!"
0: So would you if if he ordered it? Yes.
1: And of course, asuka's pissed. I mean, we all know that he's got spares, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's at the least implication, we, yeah. right? we can we can really assume that he's got spare. That's Rey's. the implication.
0: Does she know he has spares? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. There's a slap, uh, and she calls Ray a doll. More of that symbolism, right? Again, that that tying into the doll at the very beginning. I think there's that was interesting... so weird
0: because she's just like, "Oh, you're such a doll." I was like, "That doesn't seem right."
1: <laughs> wrong, wrong inflection of voice there. Yeah. Now she shouts that she hates them all, and of course she's gonna compare her to a doll, something that has no emotion, no anything like that's. Exactly what her mom tried to use to replace her in her crazy, fucked up state of mind, where mm-hmm. she never cared about her before, or at, like, and only started caring about her after her mind was destroyed, and it wasn't actually her; it was a facsimile, it was a fake, it was a doll, it was it was a reproduction. Mostly, I find myself thinking, "Why didn't they ever make Evangelion Barbies?" They probably made dolls. I'll say I, I can't believe. it. I mean, they're there's Sailor there. Moon dolls. There's probably. <laughs> Evangelion well, dolls.
0: It, it seems like in toy culture at this point they slap the Evangelion colors on anything. You can buy an Evangelion crawfish on Big Bad Toy
1: Store. Can you really? Wow! Yeah. wow. That's Cool. I want one. Yeah not
0: not even a not even a little bit of a joke.
1: Huh. We get one more scene before you know that part in the yeah. middle of the episode yeah. where the the class rep and Ken scare like sure aren't a lot of kids here today. <laughs> <laughs> nope, sure aren't. They're like. It's, it's almost like, like school isn't important. Another thing to just pad out the runtime. Yeah. Well, I think that it, it's it was small enough that that didn't bother me.
0: Yeah, that was pretty quick. I mean, it. it yeah, that one I didn't notice that. Like the elevator was like, this went on forever.
1: Well, yeah, sure. Just probably don't didn't still didn't really need it as all. all.
0: No, it doesn't need it. Certainly.
1: I missed one scene here before before our break card. Uh, Asuka chastises her doll of Unit 2 for not obeying her, uh, yeah. basically saying, Okay, doll, you're going to fucking do what I say.
0: Well, and that's why I was saying she might be a little bit right, because if it is just a weapon, like, it's not a real handy weapon if it doesn't operate because you don't love it enough.
1: Hey. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that, like, she has that whole scene with her mom, who like, who, like loves the doll and blah blah blah, and like, yet yeah, she's like, "Look, I'm not gonna love you like my mom fake loved that doll or whatever. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm. You're gonna do what the fuck I tell you to do because you're a goddamn weapon and a toy, and you're gonna, no. whatever." In this, ca- in this case, as we know, there are people, perhaps even loved ones, contained in these things. Potentially, I mean. There, there is a, um, there is a precedent set for putting consciousnesses in these machines. In
0: so things. therefore,
1: if you don't, if you don't love your Eva, then what's inside your Eva can't love you, and you just can't work together. Whole well, idea of a sync rate, right? Right. In which case,
0: maybe they shouldn't have giant mechs with consciousnesses. And that goes Wait. back to the episode
1: <laughs> where, where they were at the installment, and they made that whole like. Argument about like, well, we could just use tanks and guns and nukes, and they're like, yeah, but we could use this thing and make connections with. It. Yeah, you could also send kids to get like psychologically harmed when it's like connected to this ro- this yeah. weird alien creature. Yeah. Hey, it's an angel attack, and <gasps> hey, it's a break card. We finally got around <laughs> to it. <laughs> <laughs> You've made it on into The Break Card. I'm Andy, and hopefully you're enjoying this episode of Tuning Japanese, our deep dive into this Asuka-centered episode. We are reaching the end of our reviews of Neon Genesis Evangelion. We just got a handful more, including our reviews of the finale, which is episodes 25 and 26 that we're going to be recording together, and then our discussion of the Evangelion movie which uh, we're not talking about the 1.1, 2.2. We're talking about the ones that came out directly kind of after, which is the end of Evangelion. We're going to be talking about those as well in a separate episode and then giving our final thoughts. But we're not quite there yet. we still got a few more of these regular episodes to get through. I want to thank you for hanging with us. If you enjoy our reviews, let people know about our podcast. Let us know how we're doing on our social media, facebook.com slash Tuning Japanese, at Tuning Japanese on Twitter. You can head to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to help us in a monetary way. We'd really appreciate that as well. Let's head right back into the episode. Let's not waste any more time. Get back to our review of Evangelion. We're back from the break card. Uh, we the,
0: finally got rid of that angel attack. We, well. We have made, made us take, no, we had an angel attack, made us take the break card.
1: You know, I'm glad it just was within our orbit and I was able to use the sniper rifle.
0: Oh, I had a different one, like an orange one. He said he was from Metronet. He wanted, <laughs> I, I kicked him right in the nuts.
1: You're missing out, man. are I'm out. officially <laughs> lost. Um, Did I black out? You what? might have. Uh, So. The Angel this time is in satellite orbit outside of any Ava's reach. What a jerk! These Avas are on fucking extension cords most times, so... (laughs) Right. They decide they're going to send Ray out. Asuka is support. Asuka says, fuck you, and launches. Nobody's going to put Asuka in a corner. (laughs) Good reference. Masato decides to give her some leeway, but Risco's like, well, we better start finding a new pilot, because she's going to die. Yeah, or... Or at the very least, her, her sync rate's going to drop so low that she just isn't going to work anymore. Yep. Uh, Unit 1 is going to be grounded via Ikari, because, you know, it ain't an angel.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> still still trying to figure out what to do with that after you know, devoured one of the enemy.
0: Wasn't the angel, it was just its
1: heart. Yeah. I've seen you tear into some ribs like that before, Bill. I'm talking about like <laughs> rack of ribs, not like human ribs. I probably should be careful how I clarify. Do you eat like a skeksis? I mean, more, more,
0: more food, more food.
1: I was I was throwing Rollies. a bunch of shit away, and I found the I found the Christmas card that the Jim Henson Company sent me once because oh. I placed in the top twenty five on the in the the Dark Crystal writing contest. Hey, really? I was like. Why do I have this from Jim Henson? I'm like, oh yeah, because I almost got my almost got to a, a book publishing with them. That impresses me. It was then, fun. And, then and now, thank you. I appreciate that. I had, I had a fun story in mind for it. I wrote like two chapters of it and sent it in. I was like, this could be really fun. And someday, I'll, maybe I'll take that idea and reskin it. <laughs> so the angel uses psychological warfare in the form of some hallelujah. sort of hallelujah beam. <laughs> yeah. And we're talking about the Hallelujah from Handel, not the Hallelujah from like Hallelujah, because <laughs> that would Winter have Cohen. a different tone. Hallelujah. hallelujah, religion is a psychic attack? What? It, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong, but um, it's apparently fucking Oscar way up. Yeah, um, and she's just firing shots that miss the mark, and uh she's suffering from extreme anguish, shown by a black screen with huge white text on it. And there's a lot, this is the part where it becomes very uncomfortable, there is a yep. little trigger warning for listeners, just in case. There is a she, lot of rape imagery. Yep, she and, drops the and, R and, word. And wording, a lot of discussions of violating the Japanese subtitles, even use the word rape at one point.
0: Oh, do they? Yes. I missed that.
1: Yeah. yeah, the Japanese subtitles actually do use the word rape.
0: Ugh. I guess I, guess I missed that. I guess...
1: Yeah, the, the, the new dub smartly goes around the word and just continues to use the word violate, soil, dirty at one point.
0: I didn't realize that was the implication. Yeah. I guess I thought that, uh, I guess I thought like the violate and the dirt, like it was more her own urges making her, like her sexuality made her feel wrong, not uh, okay. I
1: feel like the English dub tried to, to do its best job to like, change the feeling of it a little bit i'm on the fence about that action but there's there 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 are lines like don't violate my heart like there's like they right. they they are they are they are symbolically kind of you know going into her her mind her emotions and 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 then she doesn't want any of it so like there's a sense of yeah it's it's, a, it's it's kind of uncomfortable oh yeah okay though i don't know uh, how accurate the uh Even the uh, subtitle translation is—it's just something about going back and changing the original words to some to the written word that I'm not completely down with. Even with the benefits of, you know, modernization and whatnot. Oscar refuses to withdraw. She would rather die. She says, "Time to reassess priorities." uh, Oscar. Yeah, and she's she's this fits her stubborn nature, but yeah, it's. She I think she knows this is her last shot one way or the other. She's either going to die or she's going to lose this fight and then they're going to make her step away. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a do or die situation literally for her in her mind. And she's not wrong in that sense. Yeah. Uh unit 0 is waiting with a sniper shot. It uh it hits the AT field instead. It can't there's not enough force because of how far away she is. Yeah, to, yep. To yeah. to you know break the AT field. And uh, apparently the angel is trying to probe her mind to understand it better. It's another one of those things where the angel is kind of like what you saw with the Shinji thing where like we thought maybe the angel was talking to Shinji potentially mm-hmm. at one, yeah. those, mm-hmm. one of those episodes. It's a similar, it's really weird how these angels are like trying to assimilate or understand or I don't even know if it's just for war or, or, or what.
0: Well, it's hard to say because. As of, as of right now, we don't know what they are. I don't know what they are. True, fair, yeah. You know, so you know, the aliens are they? cathonic monsters? Are they literal angels? We, I don't know.
1: We don't think we're meant to know, really. Yeah, just and like I don't we as humans are not, we're not mean. meant to know what an angel actually. Right. is. Right. The show will probably end with them having hallucinated the whole thing. <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> we flash back to a child Oscar crying. She then tears up a stuffed animal. She doesn't want stuffed animals. She wants to be an adult, goddammit. Yes. She has no need for stuffed animals. She's an adult. We get more of that disturbing white text on a black background and her mother. So hard to pause. Begging Asuka to die with her. Which is probably the most fucked up part of this whole episode is this sequence. Yeah. 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 We get an image of the doll from the opening hanging from a shoestring noose. Asuka says. I'll die with you, as long as you don't stop being my mom. Which makes me think, then, these are memories of her actually witnessing her mom commit suicide. Probably. Yeah, or at least attempt it, since we don't know if it's before or after the hospital scene from earlier.
0: Yeah, that's true, too.
1: The doll comes to life with a really wicked smile. Don't like it. Don't like these sentient dolls i had i was having a real around this point i'm having a hard prob a hard time discerning the voices that were here yeah yeah we get a weird scene where we get a repetition of the same dialogue where she's like no no it's not me and then we get like a it's like i i'm oscar langley so are you and then another scene of nice to meet you another one says are you an idiot another one says my chance and then i'm an adult so look at me where she's like opening up her blouse in front of Kaji, uh, and then yeah, they um, did that. She screams in her own voice, "No, that's not me." It is difficult to like. I picked out Ritsuko, I picked out Misato, I picked out I think class rep, I think at one point possibly or maybe one of the or I know Ray was one of them, and then I know I think it was one of the people that worked for NERV potentially too. But they're all female characters where yeah. this kind of underpins like her not feeling comfortable in her own skin. And having no clear identity and wanting to be an adult, and all these voices coming out of her mouth are other, more adult type people. Like, Ray being a confusing one, and you know, I think in some ways, because, yeah. but also, Ray isn't a kid very much in a lot of ways. Right, right, right. Yeah,
0: Ray's barely human.
1: Yeah. So, like, she's, she's like really trying to find her own identity in the scene, and, she just doesn't seem to have one because so much of her life has been ripped away from her and she puts on these facades of who she's supposed to be you know she's supposed to be this great pilot and then that's like that becomes her identity and that's taken away from her because Shinji's the one who gets all the glory or Ray gets uh, out- all the glory. Outperforms her. her. Yeah and then she's supposed to be like well I'm going to be the mature one of the group of the kids but then every at every turn she's pushed away by Kaji she's She tries to be mature with Shinji and then realizes Shinji's way too childish and and isn't what she's looking for. Like, everything, every time she tries to, like, find who she is, it gets just completely nullified. Right. Hmm. I don't know. I really like that scene where it's all the different voices and I I like the use of repetition there. I thought that was really good. I didn't care so much for it, but I do love it when... uh... In Japanese, when they say, chance. <laughs> I love that, too. I love the way that's sat that. It's very good. Chance. <laughs> so we cut to Asuka walking along subway or railroad tracks. Uh-huh. There's a cloaked laughing figure or figures all around her. Yes, she's surrounded by hooded figures. Uh-huh. She has entered the dog park. <laughs> yes Yes, 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 yes.
0: There are no dogs allowed in the dog park.
1: Absolutely not. Um so Cod or sorry, uh, they all turn red, these masked figures. Yes, yes. And she's trying to move against the flow. A red flow. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's some there's some symbolism there. Womanhood. Yeah.
0: I didn't think of that. I
1: She's 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 begging for Kaji's help. There's definitely like more of this womanhood imagery. Yeah. But Kaji calls her a kid, and she has more memories of Shinji, so like again, like there's this sort of like, she wants to be an adult, but she's much more a kid, and as much as she hates Shinji, like, Shinji is like her more than anyone, you know, is, is mm-hmm. this kid trying to understand himself, but she wants to just skip past that part because she does never had a chance to be a kid. Right. Um, we get horrific drawings from her childhood of blood and death, and then she's suddenly naked in a park, which again, like, that kind of ties back to that sort of, like, Japanese idea... What's that? What? <laughs> that ties, <laughs> ties back, back to, to that, Japanese park. Idea, no, that Japanese idea of, like, nudity not being sexualized here, but nudity being, like, a, an innocent sort of thing. I'm, I'm kind Yeah, of like, it's like she's uh, she's been laid bare, yeah, so to speak. We get a ringing phone, and then Baby Ray tell, Baby tells Ray. her, uh-huh. or offers her a stuffed animal. Uh-huh. Is it?
0: Evangelion babies,
1: or maybe, or maybe not baby Ray, baby, uh, baby Asuka. I think it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I, yeah I, I wrote, it's... I wrote baby Ray in my notes. That should say baby Asuka.
0: That makes way more sense. Yeah, it
1: does. Um, so the child then turns into the doll, and we get more rapid imagery, like quick, quick moving images. She says her mind and heart have been defiled. Why does she feel so soiled and dirty? Yeah, this angel has without her consent gone in and, and drudged up all these memories that she wants nothing to do with right but at this point we're getting near the end of the episode finally as unit 2 completely gets shut down more by that beam in the music and that's when Shinji says hey I'm in unit 1 I know you don't want me in unit 1 but I'm ready to go I'm going to rescue Asuka because Shinji mm-hmm. as much as people give him shit is a good character yes Yes. Uh, well, you want to argue that, Bill?
0: I just a good person tries a good person trying to be a good person or a good character.
1: A, a good person trying to be a good person. Alignment, good. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Good character is like a compelling character who I'm interested in seeing succeed.
1: Okay. Eh. Oh, maybe not. Ikari says, "Nah, Ray's just gonna go down and grab that spear out of Adam. It's fine." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The spear of Longinus, which I don't like. I I I like to say Loginus, and I know that's probably not right, but I just don't like the sound of Longinus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I I legitimately do not like it. Carney? I never thought about it as
0: anything other weird until now.
1: That's that's a that's a long crevasse. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's a long cravat? Oh, <laughs> the cravat. <laughs> How stylish! Oh my Mm -hmm. god. So they, so this could trigger the third impact, right? Because like that's the only one thing about Masato. Masato's like, uh, aren't we keeping the angel, like, like Adam away from the Avas? Because if they touchy, touchy, boom, boom.
0: Yeah, isn't that the only thing? Hold them in place.
1: (laughs) But Akari's like, nah, it's fine. And that's when Masato's like, you fucking lying scumbag. (laughs) That had nothing to do with the second impact, did it? Yeah, we're gonna find out more of that as we go Yarp. on. Good. Uh, Fuyutsuki warns that this may be too early. And this is, uh, that's, that's Vice Gendo, I do believe, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. I should have wrote Vice Gendo, <laughs> but we had that whole episode about him. So I, apparently when I wrote these notes, I was like, Oh, I know who that is now. Yeah. Akari seems fine with it. He's like, don't worry about it. It's good. But Seeley will get mad at us. <sighs> and he's like, it's fine. We just do this before Seeley finds out.
0: I, I've yet to understand why that's a problem. So whatever. <laughs>
1: Ray removes the spear, causing Adam to just suddenly regenerate. Yeah, huh? this can't go I mean, wrong. It's
0: just some legs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, but you know the terrible thing about legs is you can walk with them, you can run not, with them, you can
0: jump. not when you're nailed to a giant cross. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. With enough force, he'll pull himself away. Hmm. Yes. A curry is accused of just looking for a reason to move against these old men in control, Seeley. Uh huh. This is when Ray just throws the spear into orbit and it hits its target. Yeah. Guy Bold is what and, I said uh, when this happened. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeet. I want someone to take that and just find a sound of someone going yeet and put that over it because if not, I'm going to do it. And it's going to be fantastic. Um, It breaks through the AT... I'm going to make it a TikTok. Uh, It breaks through the AT field. Guess they ain't getting that thing back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what I thought. I was like, I should put a rope on that thing or something.
1: (laughs) It's like the old trick, tie a string to the coin when you use it in the vending machine.
0: Actually, I was thinking about Critical Role where uh, Grog has a... uh, For his axe... He has the chain of returning.
1: Okay, nice. <laughs> which
0: is just an axe he ties to the, the, or just a chain he ties to the axe in his wrist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we cut the way to the aftermath. Unit 2 is fine, it seems, but Asuka maybe is not. She survived. She's not being quarantined. She hasn't been fine for years. Shinji calls out to Asuka. He's like, hey, uh, I'm glad you're okay.
0: How you doing, buddy?
1: She is not okay. <laughs> she says as much. And she says she can't handle having Ray save her life. And she screams about how much she hates them all. I ah, hate them all! Hate them all! Hate them all! <laughs> and that is episode 22.
0: I don't know. I, it's not as fun as it used to be, but
1: I don't know that I hate them all. That was a. 22 caliber episode. This is our part of the episode where we talk about our thoughts on it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll start. I like this episode. I think it's a really good episode. I think it's a deep dive episode full of symbolism with a few things that I think don't age really well. But like, regardless, the general overall content of the episode gives us a complete full understanding of the character of Asuka. Whether it was for for everything of her, her own will or not of us learning about it, we finally do learn about it. And, and we understand a lot of her motivation and why she maybe treats people the way that she does. Um, I think Asuka is one of the most compelling characters from this entire anime. And I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed watching this multiple times and finding smaller little bits of symbolism to pull out and sort of like examine, whether that's verbally now or just within watching. So I, I give this episode a thumbs up. Gives a uh... Someone with your proclivities, a lot to work with. This is true. I I mean, I think I kind
0: of hinted at most of what we were already talking about, but I think talking about it made it feel like a better episode than just watching it. But I thought it was pretty pretentious and confusing and... Like most of this anime, it's just... There's a lot of just, like... And some of the stuff just felt like shock value.
1: Popcorn philosophizing.
0: It's, it's almost like they said period just to... <laughs> we said period. We're edgy, we made that part of the plot.
1: Yeah, I disagree. I think it's I think it, it ties in with her her whole character and how she is yearning for to be to be seen as an adult when she, you know, missed out and was robbed of her childhood, but
0: I would feel more that way if I still had any trust left.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: but this has let me down consistently.
1: No, that's fair. It's too thick. It's too rich for me. I need, need, I, need to cut I, down I, with I, a little water. I, I
0: <laughs> just a little lube and I, just these. <laughs> when you make
1: concentrated there's, soup, you're supposed to put some water in it.
0: I made a penis joke and I don't apologize.
1: <laughs> I don't think there's a metaphorical machete sharp enough for me to cut through this dense philosophical undergrowth. 15 years of teaching literature and 6 years of a of 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 a college degree no 7 8 years of a college degree helped me quite a bit with that so my machete is sharp it's more like a katana
0: and i really just sort of enjoy bothering you and using <laughs> <laughs> using your own degree against you to to make your head hurt
1: this is this is accurate this is 100% accurate
0: so Mine is more of a judo kind of situation.
1: Hey, Bill. Speaking of uh, being hurt.
0: Speaking of
1: judo. <laughs> speaking of judo. Uh, next, next time you have episode twenty-three, which is titled "Tears." It's yeah. a Ray-centered episode. A race-centered episode? That's no. Phrasing. <laughs> a Ray episode, a spotlight episode, and uh, maybe the last Ray spotlight episode from the preview that I watched at the end of this episode. Oh, I just cut. I didn't watch it. I did. I was like, I don't remember what happened. I'm like, I'll just watch through to see like what's coming up next a little bit. And then they, they say things like I'm like What? But I can never trust those. So
0: Yeah, you don't don't
1: trust those. Uh so twenty three. Time for Kensuke to get his shot, probably. That's episode twenty three. That is tears. Uh that is a Bill episode, but uh Match I'll be in tears. <laughs> maybe. Match you. Match you in what? Take us out here. You've been listening to Tuning Japanese, the podcast where three dudes talk about anime. I rapped before, and now my calls aren't even getting through. I'm Matt. I am not gonna bathe in the same water that Masato and that idiot Shinji used to bathe themselves in. My name is Andy.
0: (laughs) Roommate Soup. (laughs) And my pride is in shambles, because have you tried hurting 400-pound cats? (laughs) I'm (gasps) Bill. LeChonk? That's not a cat. And we
1: will see you next time! What? Even I fucking know that. Kisses. I know nothing grief. about Pokemon. I fucking know that. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at Tuning Japanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel and our new series Tuning RPG by searching for Tuning Japanese or Tuning RPG on YouTube.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to Patreon.com slash Tuning Japanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Special thanks to Brian Nash, Matthew Van Diver, Dan Park and Andrew Caswell
0: that's the spear of Longinus
1: unit zero is ready to throw the spear target confirmed adjustments complete countdown commencing (laughs) Eee! <laughs>